Welcome or welcome back to If Women Could Talk. The podcast that has conversations that matter to us. We're your hosts, Talai. And Alien. Do you think you can be a feminist while simultaneously advocating men's rights? I think, yes, you can. Because mm-hmm. being a feminist or just from what feminism means, it's the equality of sex. So, that being said, that means like men also benefit from feminism. Exactly. So, feminism isn't a woman, women only thing. And it's not that like through feminism we're not um, diminishing men's rights or we're not saying that men's rights, like, you know, they don't matter because they do. So, I think you can be a feminist and an advocate for men's rights. And then also, something I really like to look at is like how when women give birth it's more of women who get the opportunity to raise the child spend time with their child they get like three months of maternity leave but males or fathers only get like what one month or less than a month mm-hmm. of paternity leave. So now this creates a cycle of fathers who don't get along with their children, fathers who aren't there for their children. So I think um, by fighting for men's rights, we're also benefiting the woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like feminism like and men's rights should literally just go hand in hand because mm-hmm. whatever we're doing for the woman is also helping the man. Whatever we're doing for the man is also helping the woman. Because if we're advocating for men to be uh, have opportunities to be more uh, present in their families, that means the women are also not overworked or they don't have to constantly compensate for the love and care that their kids are not getting from their mm-hmm. fathers. So yeah, I think you can be both a feminist and an advocate for men's rights. Well, first, like me. Um, want to add on what you said about the maternity leave where women would get like a longer duration mm-hmm. of work compared to the guy. Um, I think this has been changed in Switzerland mm-hmm. recently oh, wow. and I was very happy about it because mm-hmm. they were given like an equal duration for mm-hmm. like leave. Yeah, like, really? yeah. and apparently <laughs> it's so good like the child can get like um you know, fatherly affection mm. and the same from the mother. Like, I think all countries should do that. And also about the equal pay wage. Like, um, it introduced a new law. I don't know, I think there's, there's been an older law, uh, which is the equal equal pay law of mm. 1963, I think. But then now it has been changed to like be given this exact same amount, regardless of you being female or male. And I would like uh, the other countries to like take lead on this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Also about, I think you can be a feminist as well as a feminist. That mm-hmm. is actually the term. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not so commonly used actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it's in the dictionary, but yeah. feminism has like a prison because of feminists. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, feminism is about advocating for equal rights, like Anissa said. Um, so equal rights for both genders. So men are inclusive of this. But then, since men are a bit privileged, I think feminism solely focuses on women's rights. Yeah. Even though it does on men's rights, we're not completely ignoring them. It's just that from the word feminism, female, Fem- so yeah, it 
it focuses mainly on women but also mm-hmm. since it's trying to like attain equal rights for both men and women i think you can be both when did feminism become i hate men kind of mm. thing because i think the opposition has led to so much like yeah. the movements like dedicated to anti-feminist like it's a movement called anti-feminist men's rights which by definition is opposition to all forms or some forms of feminism mm-hmm. and it was said that in the united states some anti-feminists see their ideology as a response to one rooted in hostility to hostility towards men which I never I don't get why feminism was seen as hostility towards men. We've never been hostile, just we're fighting for what we deserve. Mm-hmm. So how does that turn into hostility? And I continue to say, holding feminism responsible for several social problems, including low college entrance rates for young men, gender differences in suicide, and a perceived de- decline in manliness in the American culture. I think the whole paragraph. I got mad because First of all, the I part is said rightfully so. <laughs> I was confused because when they say decline in manliness in American culture, mm-hmm. how <laughs> is it the way you define masculinity mm-hmm. or how it's traditionally been defined is being skewed? Now you're like, oh, what's yeah. happening? What's happening yeah. to manly men? It's like no, finally men have have made a space or in a comfortable space where they can interpret or. show the manliness in what they think is manliness. Mm. And that because this because of like macho man doesn't mean it's like bad. Yeah. Mm. Macho mentality is very super. Yeah. And also the fact that like you talk about the low college entrance rates for young men and gender differences in suicide. That is an issue by itself. Why it's used as a way to say but like you see what feminism does mm-hmm. but we really been touching it. And if we do, we try to bring men into it. Yeah, I will I will also to say Mental health is heavily skewed towards women, not men, and that's true. Mm. But you, if you just use that as a, use that as a, like a reason to say that's why we're anti-feminists because mm. you don't look at this. Do you really care about it if it's an excuse mm. to deviate from the true problem? Because mm-hmm. yeah. mm. if you did, it'll be a whole movement by itself. So, like when I'm reading about that and how people perceive <laughs> feminism, mm-hmm. I was very confused because, like, how does equality turn into all of this? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just. a lot yeah <laughs> and also i feel like when they see women becoming more independent financially emotionally like a woman is doing her thing she doesn't yeah. need a man a man is not adding or reducing her value in any way shape or form they feel threatened because it's like i'm no longer needed by her mm. so that's a problem that's why they see maybe feminists as angry black yeah. women or angry women who just hate men because you're taking away the thing that they've so for so long been attached their whole worth to yeah yeah i think what they to acknowledge the fact that like manliness shouldn't be seen in one specific way mm-hmm. and i think as a woman i don't think i have the right i'm not the right person to talk about manliness because i don't really experience it yeah. but like this like you put me in because of how you view manliness put me in this box yeah mm-hmm. that's wrong mm-hmm. It's what we're supposed yeah. to be doing. Yeah. Oh my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's between and me and this person or multiple people. Yeah. This is our relationship. That is fine. That's how yeah. we define it. I feel like feminism doesn't attack men's rights. It's rather it fights the patriarchy, which is a power structure that's responsible for placing toxic yeah. expectations on both women and men. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> the eloquence in that. I love it. <laughs> I think yeah. 
You're right. Yeah. I love how you said it. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Like, yeah. that's perfection. Cut the cut, cut, let's yeah. stop. <laughs> stop there. Everything, let's stop. Yeah. But like, that, that does also show how fragile feminism is. Oh, hey. Wow, I'm something wrong. That does show yeah. how fragile the patriarchy is. Mm-hmm. If somebody feels attacked because I'm fighting for my equality. Mm. Because it kind of shows that like, patriarchy is based on, in some way, the oppression of women. Mm. Mm-hmm. The yeah, yeah. fighting for it. Yeah. yeah, you will feel attacked because that's the norm. You stepped on me for so long. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. It's yeah. time for me to retaliate. <laughs> yeah. It's time for me to step up for myself. Yeah, yeah. show up for myself. Yeah. So I think rather than seeing it as the, I think people need to realize the patriarchy and how deep it is and how rooted mm-hmm. it is, it is yeah. and how it can affect how you can view feminism, yeah. which is trying to fight for the basic rights of mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Um, also, similarly on that note, you know, like on news when you talk, when you see when you, they talk about um, feminism, mm-hmm. they say about gender equality a lot. Yeah. That's the actual word, feminism. feminism. Mm. The F word. But like, it is it is more possible than feminism because feminism, like we've discussed the whole podcast, has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think gender equality is so like it's more palatable? Yeah, than feminism. To be honest, just from everything that we've said, like yeah. throughout, I think it's because feminism is seen as, you know, a bunch of angry women. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep repeating this because it's definitely, and a bunch of sensitive, angry women mm-hmm. who just want to put men down. Right. So when we talk about gender equality, they prob- people probably um, more, are more receptive to it because they're like oh okay would one gender equality that means in every office would have both a boy and a girl mm-hmm. right that's more like it makes more sense to them but when they see feminism and then again feminism it's so it's divided mm-hmm. there's radical feminists there's exactly. liberal, the liberal feminists, feminists yeah cultural feminists, cultural feminists. feminists. like it's a whole other like thing that if you're not studying and understanding well mm. you won't have the correct mindset mm. so gender equality to them to everyone out there i think it's just more palatable it's just something like oh yeah it makes more sense to them than feminism because feminism it's just a lot to understand and mm. i don't think people out there are willing to take time to read about it so they're mm. very misinformed mm. you know and mainstream media is always trying to get clicks so it's trying to, you know, softly deliver things <laughs> in a way. I don't know if I'm making sense, but mm-hmm. I think they yeah. do. So they probably they feel like if they say feminism, yeah, radical feminist, yeah, it'll be like, no, it's very not Let's think twice about having a woman in the office. Yeah. Office, yeah. Even in my English, it's leaving the chart. But I think that's the reason. Like, it's just something that people seem to understand more mm-hmm. or maybe it's just something that they seem to want to understand more than they do feminism they just don't want to understand sometimes i feel like that because you'll try explaining something to someone and they're not even putting in effort to understand what you're saying they're just they're like okay just to agree so you can keep yeah. quiet yeah, yeah just so you can keep, keep quiet, quiet. Mm-hmm. and oh. that's everything wrong Grow up on her, like, um, you know, when you're talking about feminism, like, as I get like the 
like the sorry title of this podcast is feminism yes mm-hmm. and it's quite like yeah but like we say oh this feminism is bad or it it, it hates men mm-hmm. what feminism are you talking about because exactly. there's so many, many. Like, yeah. Yeah. This radical, like if you talk about radical feminism i'll kind of understand kinda, mm-hmm. because it's very aggressive yeah but still very valid it's still very valid but like the way it comes out yes i would get you'd get why yeah. you'd react like that it's valid but like yeah it's mm-hmm. i'll get that so why would when someone bans feminism as this huge thing when it's like you can't look at it because every different feminism type of feminism has a different theory behind it yeah. so you can't just say liberal feminism cultural feminism are the same they really aren't they're yeah. so different and another thing is most times when you hear it's, oh someone's a feminist they'll probably think oh a feminist is someone who's centered around women shouldn't shave women um oh, oh my yeah. gosh by the way <laughs> Yeah, and it's like people don't see feminism as like it's not a trend. Mm, It's really not a trend. Mm -hmm. It's it requires you to be passionate for you to even sit down and okay, I'm willing to learn what's the difference between a liberal feminist and a radical feminist. Thank you. I wish people did that. Yeah, like um, people would less likely attack people. Yeah, yeah, what they're being feminists. It's like different categories of one big dynamic yeah. it's not just feminism that's it <laughs> yeah oh. and and then i feel like now that they're so misinformed and they lack that information right. they end up viewing the whole thing as a negative, negative. Mm-hmm. and they end up making fun of everyone who's a part of that movement yeah. but it's not a trend it's something that requires time effort mm-hmm. to make change to make like actual change yes. yeah yeah and it's it's the same thing i think like with the not all men thing oh, it's yeah. like it's enough men like these men who group these men who do this yeah. these men who rape these men who assault these men who harass these men who send unsolicited like pictures mm-hmm. unwanted pictures so it's like under the whole thing these different groups yeah right yeah yeah and it's the same thing like even under education there's different things there's financial literacy there's education about your own body mm-hmm. there's education about your mental health there's education mm-hmm. about science there's education about math just under you being educated there's different kinds of yeah. education yeah. so yeah. i feel like in, even in feminism there's different parts of feminism that everyone needs to understand mm-hmm. so you can make informed decisions not like oh my god feminists yeah. right i was like don't generalizations on yeah your, on, on something you're not you're not even educated on <laughs> <laughs> i believe that okay most people they find it easier or more satisfactory to just go gender equality like you said yeah like um especially on the news or media also very rare to find the word feminism yeah. and also yeah so when i found out that the books like purple hibiscus are actually about fem- I'm like, feminism wow okay someone's actually used Talking, that term, you know yeah. yeah so i feel like people would rather use that than the word feminism itself because feminism terrorism right <laughs> 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 like it sounds so frightening when you're rising men hashtag kill all men okay <laughs> that's a joke please <laughs> <laughs> before you go uh, oh, before you continue sorry. yeah on Papa Hibiscus, that was the first book I just saw feminism mm. and it was just like out loudly feminism. Yes. Mm. Other books were like, yeah, feminism, but like not so loudly. Like, yeah, they refused to give me a job, so I did this and that and that and that. But just say feminism, like it's just like such a dirty word. 
same way people usually like to use euphemisms mm-hmm. when they're in that period oh it's shark week uh, <laughs> oh um what else is that time of the month it's time of the month or it's raining <laughs> <laughs> like what the first book i used to feminism outwardly and just shown i was like just like loud and proud mm, and like yeah. it's okay and i feel like i read other books on feminism but they don't hit the spot like that it's mm, not as loud yeah. it's not as defiant mm. it's not as like aggressively going for the equality mm. as people have a biscuits and then like she knew she was a feminist she didn't even say i'm a feminist mm. it's just like how she acted you knew this yeah. person wow we love it gender equality movement is like so mutual that time itself is mutual yeah and it like it sounds a lot more wordy, you know, mm. like rather than just feminism yeah. is brief and straight to the point, yeah, like this true. is what we want. And it also takes out like the emphasis on the female identity, mm. you know, on the word feminism. Yeah, mm. like it's just gender equality. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, what's gender? <laughs> yes. Which, who are we talking about here, really? Who is gender? Who are we helping specifically? <laughs> you know, like you're pinpointing something, you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. I'll put it as a blanket statement. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's nice. <laughs> and then it's a thing, like, they don't offend anyone. Yeah. Because feminism is seen as an insult. Yeah. yeah. So they probably don't offend anyone. So they're like, oh yeah, gender equality, mm-hmm. nice and rosy. No, <laughs> feminism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. And also, whether people like it or not, like, feminism originated from women mm. who found a existing patriarchal society is problematic mm-hmm. and we need to respect that women are core constituents of feminism so i think we should not use gender equality please do not yeah. bring me <laughs> yeah. say what it is you want to say with Yes. <laughs> Stop hiding under the word gender equality. No, it's feminism. It's feminism. Say it as it is. Mm. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> um, moving on to like talking about different types of feminism, like yeah. we just said. What do you think about the Me Too movement? And because right. it kind of consists with the Me Too movement, radical feminism. Okay, so I'd, I think first of all, it's very important for us to know what the Me Too movement is. Mm-hmm. And it's it started with Tarana Bach yeah. in 2006. Um, she's the one who started using the phrase Me Too to raise awareness of women who had been abused. And 11 years later, it found global recognition after a viral tweet by actress Alisa Milano who was one of the women who accused Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So basically, in summary, this is a social movement against sexual abuse and sexual harassment where people publicize allegations of sex crimes. So basically on Twitter, Alisa Milano was outing Harvey Weinstein, who's a Hollywood producer mm-hmm. of sexual assault. So she, would, uh, she was telling people to comment hashtag me too if they've experienced the same so i'd say i support the me too movement Mm -hmm. because i think it allows and it also helps to show survivors of sexual abuse harassment rape gbv gender-based violence Mm -hmm. uh, that they're not alone and it also helps to spread awareness about the issue because imagine like you know how people usually just you just find out about something on twitter because you're seeing it's trending so if such a hashtag is trending it sheds light on the thousands of 
females we use constantly because of sexual assault mm-hmm. so i think it's really important because it just shows how widespread sexual assaultment and harassment are something that many people might not know so yeah Uh, the movement is important like she said uh, yeah. it helps about women who have been raped or assaulted mm-hmm. and like it enables others to you know amplify their voices about having experienced the same issue mm-hmm. so it's the movement is basically um enabling survivors to feel supported while simultaneously initiating a national and worldwide conversation about these issues like surrounding harassment assault mm-hmm. rape and like changes need to be made and i like that this this movement actually like evolved mm-hmm. and became a known thing in the yeah. year 2017 because mm-hmm. of that actress yeah. oh my god alisa right alisa milano good job thank you very much <laughs> so like like because of this movement the silence like surrounding sexual harassment and assault is like being broken like people are um going out of the way to say okay yeah. you know what i've also gone through this like they're getting the confidence yeah. now yeah, because true. when you go through this okay uh in some cultures you're told you know what do not bring shame to this family by speaking yeah. out about yeah. it how am i bringing shame to the family by being raped by being hurt by a like it, yeah. it's not so logical okay and like people are now open to having discussions about yeah. the issues yeah like i said they're becoming more you know confident and they're becoming passionate about like seeing something being done as much as like we have created now that space for people to share the stories there's also now been concerns about where people are falsely so accusing yeah. you know so yeah. yeah so what exactly around that The idea okay. how the movement kind of maybe increased that. Yeah, I'd just say one thing, yeah. Personally, um not even considering the fact that I'm a womanist or I'm a gender feminist. Like if someone tells me or if someone trusts me enough mm-hmm. to tell me, "Oh, I feel like um I was assaulted, mm-hmm. raped or harassed yeah. by so and so." I believe them. Mhm. I believe them. I won't ask oh what proof do you have? Yeah. Right? Are you sure it happened? No. I'm just going to believe you. And for some reason later on I come to find out you're lying about me. Well, there's not much I can do about that. I mean, you lied, you lied. Mm-hmm. But I think we need cuz you know if we're saying oh we're going to ask everyone for proof But what if like do you think someone's just going like oh let me take a picture of me getting raped? <laughs> no. So it means we can't tell everyone or oh, who is your proof, right? So I think we need to believe everyone until we have to not believe them. Same cuz I think it's more harmful because yeah. there's a reason why 63% of sexual assault cases aren't reported. Mm. And the false accusations um it's only 5.3% of false accusations. Mm. So it's looking at how big that gap is. Mm. I would rather believe somebody. Yeah. Till I'm told that not guilty, which again, I'm not advocating for false accusations because mm-hmm. they do so much damage yeah. 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 to to the person, the family, okay. everything else. Mm-hmm. Um their whole lives. Yeah. yeah. But looking at how much we don't report and how it's viewed, that small percentage of small percentage has affected so much mm-hmm. because because of that because people are so scared of how they perceive as victims like one of the things is like 
people won't believe me mm-hmm. like it's a court accusation yeah. um 63% of sexual assault victims would come out and that's a huge number yeah. also going off on Samina's sorry digression <laughs> going on Samina's um like how it changed a lot that me to movement changed so much because after Harvey Winston we saw so many more cases we saw Billy Cosby we saw um, Jeffrey Epstein I can't say his last name um, we saw R. Kelly mm-hmm. we saw how much women were like I've had enough and I need to say something and through that because all those cases and all those women finally had a voice no, no, the voices were finally had I think they always had voices I think it was just now it's hard and amplified but I the beauty movement was did so much good but I wish it was more inclusive because mm-hmm. when I think about the beauty movement I think about white people because they were like they were, that's what the point majorly what I saw white yeah. people being sh- saying the cases and they are valid in that but I wish it was more inclusive to other people mm-hmm. and going off going on like Again, radical feminism because it came around the same at the same time. Mm-hmm. The feminism I believe in is more inclusive mm-hmm. than what radical feminism gave us. Mm-hmm. I believe in the yeah. feminism includes transgender <clears throat> people. Radical feminism, based what I read, does not do that. Mm-hmm. Radical feminism does not really show people of color, and I wish it did more. Mm-hmm. So, radical feminism. Yeah. So okay. I wish. It's an aggressive and good, like, it's just like how it was viewed. I think we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. How it started was so good, and it seemed like it would change it because it was finally just pushing aggressively for yeah. equality. How it was implemented kind of made it seem like, oh, <laughs> it's less inclusive. And mm-hmm. I wish my, and the things that I, I want is inclusive. Okay, so. Let me just say this, yeah? Radical feminism is a perspective within feminism that calls for a radical reordering of society in which male supremacy is eliminated in all social and economic contexts while recognizing that women's experiences are also affected by other social divisions such as in race, class, and sexual orientation. So, it's kind of like womanism, Mm -hmm. in a way. Just that, as Talai said, it's like more aggressive and continues to become more aggressive mm-hmm. towards pushing like feminism. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say I support it in some ways. From what I understand, like radical feminism just wanted to reshape society entirely, saying that the system was just inherently like patriarchal mm-hmm. and based on men. Mm-hmm and making them comfortable right so it also resisted the belief that men and women were basically the same it recognized that they're different mm-hmm. and recognized that there's something that needs to be done about the fact that they're different mm-hmm. not different like uh, biologically but different in like opportunities respect uh treatment and stuff yeah at the same time um I consider myself like a modern day feminist because mm-hmm. I believe and I actively try to work towards a change in a world where everyone is equal. Yeah. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's my take on radical, radical feminism. I support some aspects of it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how yeah. aggressive it, aggressive <laughs> it is because 
We should be angry. It should be. You should be angry. Like, you should be angry. You have every single right to be angry. Yeah. Imagine constantly being put down because, oh, you're a female. Yeah. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. So, I think I appreciate many aspects of it. Um, I just don't like how, like, since it's very aggressive, like, it's become a negative thing mm. for many people. Yeah. And perhaps I think it's the main reason why people view feminism as Ooh, yeah. a negative yeah, thing. Because yeah. they see it as, oh my god, look at this radical yeah. feminist. Yeah. I have a question. Do radical feminists believe that men can also be feminists? What I've read, no. Uh, they think they can be allies but not feminists. Yeah. What yeah. I've read, but like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, but do you think men can be feminists yeah yes. yeah mm-hmm. they, should, they should be, be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay and then again there's like the socialist feminists who reject mm-hmm. radical feminists like completely because they're like their main claim is that the patriarchy is the only or primary source of oppression of women and so they assert that women are oppressed due to their dependence on males are those mm-hmm. Marxist feminists, like the social ones? Yeah, yeah. I think kind of they are. Also, that's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Like, because as we discussed before, like your in de- your dependence on a man is going to lead to you being oppressed in some ways. Yeah. But then again, socialist feminists, like, I feel like they just focus on one thing. Like your dependence on a male is why you're oppressed point blank period. Like there's mm. no addition, no reduction, no substitute to that. Yeah. Like it's just that, it's just that to them. But I think like as you said before, like there's so many other things that cause female um, women being oppressed. Mm-hmm. All the definitions we use will be in the description. Yeah. Yeah. Educate yourselves, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just to conclude, uh, what do you guys think should be the ideal way feminism is perceived? or how we can change society's way on how we think of it. Mm. Okay, so I think the main thing is to educate both males and females, because of course there's also females out there who really don't know what feminism is. Mm. So I think educating these people would be the best way um, to change the mindsets of people about feminism and mm-hmm. to make feminism more palatable and not gender equality mm-hmm. so yeah i think education starting at a young age because of course when as people grow older they have more fixed mindset yeah so it's very hard to change people's mindset mm-hmm. so when you're young i think it's very important for us to bring people up at school, at home, like in society, basically, with the like with the belief that you know we're all equal, mm-hmm. all human beings, you know. So yeah, I agree with what Anissa said mm-hmm. about having to educate the younger ones, either your younger siblings or your children. Uh, you have to be very careful with how you're raising them. Um, both boys and girls. I'm not going to say especially the boys. I was about to, but both of them. Um, because when people are younger, they're more liberal and open-minded, and they adapt to what they're being taught from that young age, and they try to 
implied in their lives as they grow older mm -hmm. compared to she was right about what she said about older people you try to explain to an adult let's say someone over the age of 13 this mm -hmm. person has like acquired knowledge they think they've acquired so much yeah. and like what are you trying to tell me you know mm -hmm. and like you're so much younger than me so they're not so dynamic so i think it should start from them and then it's it's unfair how it's always like the people being oppressed um it's like their job to like to stop this problem i think it should be the oppressors mm -hmm. to stop this because like black people have taken so much to fight here they've taken so much to fight to make people understand that they're human and women are doing the same just to like you know make people understand that this and whatever message we're trying to pass across like black, black lives matter or like feminism is acceptable it's taken a while i think it's unfair so just from like childhood and also it's not just our job but also the oppressor's job yeah I think, to be fair, okay, I think we should destigmatize feminism. Mm -hmm. To be fair, we've gone a long way on, on like, the destigmatizing front, because, like, what about the 90s, 80s, or 60s, how you view feminism, and now it's drastically different, but it's still yeah. not the, it's still not where it needs to be. So I just think it's continuing to destigmatize feminism mm -hmm. and the movement as in general. Mm -hmm. Again, thank you so, 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 thank so much. Guys. Thank you for this episode. Oh, so cute. <laughs> I've learned so much. Same here, especially me. Oh. <laughs> oh and I love talking, so. Oh, wow. Mm. Thank you. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. That's the end of Feminism Part 2. We truly hope you love this episode as much as we did recording it. And thank you again to Anissa and Samina for being guests this week and just for being amazing guests in general. Um, and as usual, after every episode, there'll be an affirmation or quote based on what we talked about that week. And this week, we have two quotes that give me so much energy. Um, the first quote is by Madonna and it says, I am tough, I'm ambitious. I know exactly what I want. If that makes me a bitch, okay. And the second quote is by Maya Angelou, and it reads, I am a woman, phenomenally, a phenomenal woman, that's me. And both these quotes give me so much energy and joy in so many ways, but I think specifically in just my being as a woman. And I hope that they give you as much joy and as much energy as they give to me. So thank you for listening to this week's episode we truly hope you enjoyed it and in general thank you for all the love and the feedback on the podcast it truly truly means a lot to us and Annie and i are both very grateful for it um and on the feedback thank you so much for it and we hope that um as the podcast progresses you see the feedback that you gave us implemented and feedback is always welcome you can either give it to us directly on me and me and the news personals or through the podcast instagram page which is if we met could talk podcast um yeah we hope you have a lovely weekend and a lovely week ahead and we hope to see you here next week for next week's episode Thank you.